Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Family Business Podcast. We are in Scottsdale, Arizona today for episode 13. And today I have on the podcast, I got Adrian. Adrian Vasquez. And then there's Philo. 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 I'm sorry. It's my (laughs) And I'm Rio. Rio. Okay. We all just met. So like, like literally like just met. Right. Like crazy. We just set this up and then we're all here in the podcast. Like, let's go. Right. Right. (laughs) It's awesome. I mean, it's incredible. Stepping into the unknown, right? For sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's a funny story. Like kind of like we're just talking in discord. Like, I see that you're in this area. Right. And like, Hey dude, let's, and this was like two days ago. Right. And like, just let's get on the podcast. Right. (laughs) Heck yeah, man. It's crazy that like the world we live in and the technology, how it enables Absolutely. you to do stuff like this. And then like, right. this was like, you know, obviously this isn't our studio or anything. It's just in, in the area. Right. Which I didn't even know stuff like this existed. Yeah. Where you could just roll up, throw in some headphones. and Almost yeah. every major city that I've been to has a place like this, bro. Yeah. So it's amazing. You could have a fucking podcast tour and, and yeah. connect yep. with the business owners that own these places. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, that's always, that's always something. For sure. So let's get like, tell me a little bit about your, your like what you guys do. Um, you know, I, cause I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, well shit, me and real do a lot of marketing. Um, I okay. met, I yep. met real at a, uh, real solar event, a rise event. Right. Oh, okay. Um, yep. Yep. that was lit. That was cool. Um, that's kind of when I connected to uh, some of your network. Um, I went to the adjust pro offices one time for a training that, uh, uh Mike Schmelzer spoke at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was there for that Philo, um, met him on the same tip. Um, we, okay. we, we, uh, basically both affiliated ourselves with real solar and met in really? that, in that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and how long ago was that when you guys all met? Uh, maybe a month, two months ago. That's crazy. And what, so like, do you guys work for real solar or what's the capacity? Mm-hmm that you're it's all partnership man it's all it's all 1099 stuff right so it's like you know it depends on what you need real solar for right it's Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of like a multi-dimensional platform right where it's like yeah you can sell solar through them or you could just use them for training or you could just use them for recruiting like gotcha yeah yeah, is that is that all residential solar or is it commercial as well it is correct yeah that's good to know because like i've been looking for someone to get some commercial solar from yeah, that's actually, I, I talked to Philo about that last night. I was like, yo, I was like, my guy does commercial fucking roofs. Let's put solar on those roofs yep. and fucking make us all some money. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, that's, yeah, exactly. I mean, because, I mean, a lot of the customers I got are storage. Right. So they have these, I mean, their whole business model is increased profit per square foot. Yeah. Right. So they got a roof with nothing on it. Right. Or some of them got like 5G towers on it. So you already yeah. know they're in that kind of mindset, though. Right. And I've already like planted a seed before I even knew where I was going to get to solar. I mean, it can't be that hard. If I have a customer that wants it, someone's right. got to be out there willing to, you know, I'm give sorry. it to me. They, they, they want to know about it. They yeah. don't know about it. You've already done business with them. You know, that's yeah. kind of how we deal with. We, we work with a couple of roofing companies out here um, and just kind of, you know, uh, 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 um, make them some money and make us some, some money. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Yeah. That's cool. Let them, let them use our red lines. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because the it, you'd be surprised what some of these companies their red lines are. And I have a better red line than than um, a freaking roofing company uh, uh, owner. It's like, how'd you get a two sixty? What, what is a what yeah. is a red line? I'm yeah. not sure exactly. So a red line is basically um, 
um, what you'll be charging per um, kilowatt. Wow. Okay. Right. So uh, watt or kilowatt, however you do the math, you know. Yeah, for the system that you're putting on. Correct. Okay. Correct. So basically, like, let's say you're putting um, um, a certain type of panel from a certain type of installer, mm-hmm. right? Um, you're, you're, they're going to charge you uh, per watt. Yeah. Uh, to to the to do the entire deal, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and uh, everyone gives a different uh, price per watt, and some some lower red lines may be better. Like you're dealing with a company in California, and they're trying to give you this red line, and but say their customer service may not be there. So now yeah. you, you have a customer who has solar panels on their roof but no customer service to really help them turn it on or or any of that type of process. There's been a lot of stories of, of customers like, oh, it's been two months and I've had solar on my roof. So so mm-hmm. you have to know what who your installers are and, and why they're charging their, their, the, the price that they're charging. Yeah, and I, I think that's like any business too. I mean, you probably deal with that. You know, you, right. people, uh, you know, uh, pricing you and then you, you're maybe a little bit more expensive but you know you're going to do a better job, and then they end up going with the cheaper guy, and then you know you, you get oh, yeah. what you pay for. So, same thing in solar, same pretty much across the board. I mean, right. gotcha. So, yeah. And so, what did you what what did you do kind of before getting into that or uh, starting to sell yeah. some solar? Uh, so my background really, I, I would say, started in in marketing. Um, I come from a small town uh, east of here. It's a copper mining town. My whole family are in the copper mines. Okay. Um, I knew at a young age I didn't want to do that my whole life. So even though I, d- I did for a, a handful of years, but uh, when I got out of that, I just was really marketing was was fun for me. Learning, you know, how to get people to buy stuff and, and things like that that was enjoyable for me. So that's where I started. Um, started up a marketing agency some years back. Grew that. It was in medical marketing. Okay. Um, got really bored with that. Knew that that wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to do some more creative type stuff. Um, around that time, I got into like the influencer marketing stuff. So I started networking in there, meeting some you know high uh, high net worth, high level people, um, influencers, and mm-hmm. um, grew some relationships there. Got into that, um, and I was able to do pretty well with that. Uh, from there, kind of segue into e-commerce. Um, did really well in that in, in a short amount of time, which which was fun. And from there, I just started investing in other businesses. And uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I got into the roofing, public adjusting game. Um, you know, I don't yeah. necessarily come from that background, but uh, I'm a partner in, in that. And then um, solar as well. Gotcha. How long you been doing, like, uh, roofing, public adjusting kind of? Do you do, are you a public adjuster or do you? Uh, yeah, we're we're a licensed public adjuster. Okay, that's that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, and it, it it's the way it works. So we started in solar first with with one of my partners out in California. Uh, we were with a company that um, just really wasn't doing what they said they were going to do. Um, so after about four months, um, I had already had an insurance business with a partner out here, um, but his whole background. Uh, he's the one that owns the roofing company. His whole background was door to door, all that. So I'm like, why don't we merge yeah. this together? Uh, you know, he's an expert in that. And that's, we brought a whole team out here, started doing solar out here. Um, not to say it's, it's hard by any means, um, 
Well, I, I guess a little bit. So solar's tough. I mean, you know, you're knocking doors, like you got people like, get the hell out of here. I don't want them talking to you. <laughs> Is this solar right away? Is this solar? Like, get right. out of here. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure it's. Yeah. And it's tough in Arizona. Yeah. Um, you know, it's definitely a saturated market. Now, by by no means am I saying it's not a good market. It's just a saturated market. A lot of people out here. So yeah. um, what we realized is, you know, because we have door knocking teams for the uh, basically public adjusting side, basically chasing the storms. Yep. Um, it's a pretty easy sell. It's a pretty way to, easy way to get in the door when you're basically like, hey, we'll get you a free roof basically from your insurance except for your deductible. Right. Um, so add in the solar in right during that process. So so basically we get them to sign a claim, yeah. usually whatever it is, two to three weeks, whatever it takes, we get that claim bought. And then when we go in for, we call it the color appointment, they get to pick out their roofing color, all that type of stuff. Yeah. That's basically when our closer's in there and, and he upsells the solar. And we just find that it works a lot better. It's a lot easier, you know, when you're walking into a house that you're invited into. Yeah. Um, you know, you got people that know you like you trust you already. You know, you, you gave me a free roof. They, It's oh, just yeah. a lot easier. And they're all like, you're, I mean, it. that's like the best offer ever. Like right. insurance right. work with roofing. Like, like, hey, I'm just trying to get, like help you out, get a new roof. Yeah. And, and like, because we do some of that, obviously. Like we get some hailstorms in Ohio. We've done some big big jobs um, yeah. for, through insurance, like a couple million dollar jobs. And it's it's an easy sell normally, especially if you already know the person, yeah. like in commercial. But like, that seems like a, you know, I'm a customer of your guys's, I'm paying a $500 deductible, say, or whatever it is. And then getting a new roof and then, hey, by the way, oh, excuse me, by the way, you know, we do solar. Yeah. And I don't know like what the average cost is for a house. But like for twelve thousand bucks you get a roof and solar for fifteen or twenty, whatever it is. Right? Yeah, and you know, it, it makes it easy too because of you know, a lot of people uh don't wanna pay their deductible. That's a kind of a yeah. you know, a, something that stops them. It's like, all right, we'll roll your deductible into your solar loan. Yeah. Um and just make it easy. No money out of pocket. Oh, you get solar and a roof. Boom. It's like frictionless. Yeah, and you save money on your, your uh utility bill. Right. So, I mean, you can't oh, yeah, get some can't rebates really and stuff that. like that on top of that, on top of the solar tax, right. uh, incentives and all that. So, yeah. What, what is like the average cost for, a, I mean, obviously there's some big houses, little houses, like it's like how much of the roof area are they putting solar on? How much of the roof? I mean, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, is it, it panels just, or is it like the actual solar shingle? Uh, out here it's panels. Um, so we are, we're a master elite, um, roofer with gaff. Yeah, uh, obviously, you know, gaff. Um, so we hopefully pretty soon because they have the, the shingle. Uh, yeah, solar they just kind of came out with it. Yeah. So we're going to get access to that here pretty soon. Um, you know, we don't know too much about it yet. I know it's it's not uh, quite as efficient as the mm -hmm. panels, but, you know, there's there's people that don't like how how the panels look on the roof. You know, a lot of people, yeah. the the black pan, the solid black panels obviously look the best. I'm sure you've heard that, too. Um, but they're not as efficient as the other panels. So it's just all what people want and, you know, the, the aesthetic they're looking for. Sometimes it matters mm -hmm. to them. And so, yeah, but yeah, we're looking forward to checking that product out too. Sometimes the, you know, the objection, like, I don't like how it looks is, um, I, I think it's a lie sometimes. I'm like, you sure. know, you know, Absolutely. sometimes it's true, but sometimes it's a lie, yeah. you know what I mean? And, uh, um, 
and you kind of have to figure out whether it is or it's not. Yeah. You know, are you just saying that? You know, um, what do you think about this house? You know, uh, because I've seen some some pretty high end houses with solar on it, and it just makes it look chic, modern, things yeah. like that. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, there's a way of painting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's kind of why I got into the uh, marketing space, bro, because I was a painter. I was an artist. I was a poet. I would write scripts. I would I would write stories. And then um, that was my natural development into this, you know. Nice. But, yeah. And you're not from Phoenix, right, originally? No. no. Santa Barbara, California. Santa Barbara. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And how long were you out there? 12 years, bro. 12 years. 12 years yeah. So... That was my that was my first twelve years, and it's like it's interesting to me, right? Because I grew up and I started realizing, like, okay, I'm seeing these studies, like the first seven years, the first twelve years of a child's life is it primes them to be who they're gonna be when they're older, mm-hmm. right? And 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 uh, um, looking back, I I I definitely agree with that. You know what I mean? Because because it was like I'm I'm around business, and, and because my father was around business. You know what I mean? And that's why I was like, oh, family, uh, I wasn't necessarily part of that business, but I spent my summers in those, in those, uh, warehouses, those HQs and you know what I mean? So it's like, um, and even when my dad was doing work on the side, um, you know, I'm delivering shit with him, you know, things like that. So I got a a sense of, of entrepreneurship very early on. Mm -hmm. And even though my dad didn't have that title on it, you, you know, he was just an immigrant working. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, so uh, to me, um, it didn't start. The the hindsight twenty twenty didn't really start until I was like nineteen twenty, and that's when I started taking business more serious, right? Like before that, um, I did other businesses, like illegal businesses, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, um, obviously those um, had consequences. So uh, <laughs> a, a change of life happened, yeah. you know, and it was like, dude, like. You had this amazing upbringing and and uh, um, you've always had these big uh, dreams. Why not start to take that seriously? You know, you know, anything's possible. You've seen you've seen uh, uh, um, uh, this company, this startup shorties uh, skateboard company go from fucking uh, uh, um, just a, a hardware manufacturer fucking trying to sell that shit to the borders to a full blown fucking operation. You know what I mean? And. And uh, uh, that excited me, right? So it's like, um, how can I get a brand that's that fucking cool? You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so when when I heard you say that marketing and medical bored you, <laughs> I was like, dude, I, I agree. Like, yeah. there's certain industries that are boring, and you want to get more creative, and you want to fucking be like, how cool is this shit, though? You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, um, yeah, 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 for sure, bro. Well, yeah, like it's what you said with with shorties, and and that's kind of uh, when you say that, I know, like, all right, this guy's like like the real real marketer because that's how i look at everything so you know i'll see a business and i'll be i'll, I'll immediately start see like how can i make this better what could i do you right. know to make this better uh this business better make you know more profitable better marketing right. better whatever it is um and that's how i see the world basically everything i look is like how can i how can i make right. that better and um so yeah it's that's cool fuck yeah bro for sure i mean even like because like roofing you want to think maybe is that sexy, right? Right, right. <laughs> but I never imagined I would be <laughs> right. in, in room. Ben said, but. Yeah. but <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a, some real profitable companies and, and it's right. a real lucrative industry. It can be right. if, you, if you know what you're doing and, you know, you're still providing a really good service, a needed service, um, taking care of people. And if you do them things, 
you have money left over to do some marketing. And it it's real crazy because, like, there's some roofing companies that are NASCAR sponsors, yeah. that, you know, the, uh, the official roofer of NFL teams. And, like, to me, that that's great. But when you're talking about, like, a younger company or, like, trying to stretch your dollars, you know, you really got to look at social media and targeted ads and, and things yeah. of that nature. And, and that's where you got to get creative because right. you're, you're, you got to be more contextual with, with what you're doing instead of shotgun right. or on a NASCAR. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I believe in the, I believe in a buckshot. Yeah. I, th- I believe that it's not about uh, uh, which one it's about why not both. Oh yeah. Right. Like shoot yeah. the buckshot, hit some snipers straight, contextualize it straight to the person that it's supposed to reach, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe in doing all methods if you have the budget for it, but if you don't have the budget for it, you better find out who, who your most likely buyer is. Yeah. You better find out where they are and, and find out how you're going to get them on that page. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for sure, but you came over here with that Gary V knowledge straight from the, the, the conference oh, yeah, exactly. straight up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, he's like, he's the reason I started the podcast. Fuck yes. Bro. And then, um, you know, like I told him about it and he, and he's all about it. He loves the idea. Fuck and, yeah. you know, hopefully one day I'll, I'll get him on, you know, I mean, yeah. I haven't asked yet. I've talked to him, but I don't want to, I'm not ready to ask. I'm like on episode 13. Fucking ask him, bro. Well, Fucking ask him, ask him man. I ask him now, he'd be like, what episode do you want? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Thirteen. Yeah, like, tell him who gives a fuck, bro. Be like, come on, man. It'd, it'd be like you know, episode <laughs> five hundred. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, have yeah. me on. I feel so. that. I feel that. You know, um, but I just don't. I, me, I, I'd rather get his dad on though first. That'd be dope. His dad. Bro. His dad's Oh sweet. man, Sasha's come on, like, man. Yeah. yeah, dude. Not yeah. Yeah, and he's got an Instagram now, right? Yeah, his yeah dad he does. does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, hit him up. What do you mean? When I was at the there's a conference in Minneapolis called VCon, the first one he put on, and. There's this giant line to talk to Gary Vee. Like, all these people, they're crazy, like, cutting the Did line. Did you buy one of his NFTs to yeah, get there? Yeah, I got right a couple on, of them. Nice. And, like, everybody's in line, man. These people are going crazy, nuts. Like, like the Beatles are here or something, you know? Right. And I'm like, I'm not waiting in that fucking line to talk to Gary Vee. Like, right. like you know, I don't want to do it like like that. Right. And then I, I see this guy, it's Sasha's dad's walking around. He's got, like, a liquid death water. Right. Just no one's talking to him. Wow. And I was like... That's Sasha. I was just going to talk to him. So I'm like talking to Sasha and it was a really good conversation talking about family business. Cause like, you know, obviously he worked with his son right? and, and everybody else is just waiting in this giant line. It's, it was just like, that's amazing. Bro. And he was standing yeah. right next to the line. Yeah. Right. He's just like, Whoa, look at this stuff. Like it's crazy. Yeah. When you clip this part, uh, uh, uh tag Gary V on it, bro. Yeah. Oh, tag his dad in it. You know what I mean? That's well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to, I'm a customer of Wine Techs, so nice. that's his dad's thing yep. that he loves. Right. So that's what uh, Wine lab- Library turned into, correct? Well, it's still Wine Library, but like one of the services they text you every day, like with the deal. Yeah. Yep. Right. And so you, 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 do you have Wine Techs, dude? No, no. I follow Gary strongly, though. So okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. What? So what do you think about like kind of his? Uh, so you, are you you're in marketing as well? Then. Yeah. So what what's like some of the best nuggets you've heard from him over the past you know a couple months or year he's pretty consistent yeah he's just pretty (laughs) relevant in the topic of communication and where the attention is so it's forever changing Mm -hmm. um but he's done a good job of just staying relevant you know yeah he recently did say the platform like the importance of the platforms are changing like obviously they're always but i think he moved like facebook up to like number three on his list which is 
it was like number seven. Before. I've seen that. I've seen that from a long ways, bro. Ten years ago, I was like, yeah, everyone's burnt down Facebook, but I, oh, they already have the monopoly on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like when it's gonna come back around and it's gonna be even bigger. It's like sh- now it's now that's starting to happen. Yeah, so that's for sure. crazy. Right. Yeah, with the groups and and well, I mean, like the the people who are on it, the platform now, they're older. Yes. And they're actually reading the the content. They're not right. just scrolling like like right. a TikTok. Every right. seven seconds, you know, right. they're actually like reading, and yeah. then it, you and it's hard to know it's an ad, really, right. just kind of in your feed. So, yeah. Heck those, yeah, are, those are good stuff. Yeah, those yeah. are the best ads, ones that look organic. Right. Yeah, they still give me some time. I'm like, oh, it's an ad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's rare though. That type of that that level of ad is not necessarily common in the ad space. Like, go to your Instagram right now and then look at the ads. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah th- sure, okay, I'm I'm. If we're talking about like that organic style ad, sure, that's that's everywhere. But but for you to feel like it's not an ad, yeah. that's not yeah. everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, and and so how do you do that? Sometimes you you have to make it feel that right. Like for the people who were actively looking for that service, it has to pop up. Um, like yo, this is the offer. This is <clears throat> what we do, or maybe some subject matter around it. Um, yeah but still click on the link to get a free quote or whatever it is like that, you know? Uh, but how do you funnel them from a more organic place? I believe podcasts are that. Yeah. Cause you could fucking talk about roofing and p- uh, people's perceptions of roofing and solar and all that stuff like that. And it's being done from this fucking, you know, in person yeah. where, 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 where we're mostly dressed casually. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're not um, at your door trying to sell you something. And then you, you, um, talk about that relationship between homeowners and you know you could say anything in it right i mean you could say how you really feel i mean i wish they were a little nicer i wish they i wish they would give us a chance to actually show them this and if that was the if that was the beginning of the funnel the top of the funnel the content the creative uh perhaps they would be willing to go more further into the conversation because it's not fucking jim with his fucking uh uh, uh, um shit on trying to pitch him yeah you know yeah that that, i mean that's like gary's thing you know you got to make that content that's that's your top of funnel brand recognition if you're not doing that and even if you're a roofing company company even if you're a water bottle company like look at liquid death they came out of nowhere right and all they are is water they're selling the same thing in this like it's it's just the same shit but it's a it's it's a movement it's you know trying to get rid of plastic like you know they, they know who to target younger individuals i mean people buying cases of this stuff literally cases of water yeah. from i don't even know where they make it texas or something shipping it up to ohio or wherever like my brother bought one and then uh drinking it when you can get water everywhere like think about it you can get water anywhere if you right. can like sell water to people with a strong message you could probably sell real water is a fucking good business bro. it is awesome. yeah you know? it yeah. costs yeah. right yeah. especially in arizona man. Right. oh yeah well, straight up at the events you could rack up a good you know <laughs> 10 piece yeah well, <laughs> hey, the only thing about liquid death is it kind of looks like a like an alcoholic drink a little bit I'll, I'll be honest with you i think it was like two or three days ago i was watching i was watching a, a podcast on youtube i i thought it was alcohol and yeah, then someone I, said it was beer and i'm like no no way i didn't i didn't even know i didn't right. even know well that's yeah because me and my brother were in Key West, and a guy rear-ended us, and we had liquid death, which, you know, it was just water, obviously, sitting in the cup holder, and he's like, you guys are drinking? Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, this water. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I got you guys. This right. is water, dude. Right. It's not, we're not drinking. You yeah. rear-ended us. Right. Right. <laughs> are you drinking? <laughs> right. 
Dang. So this just a couple weeks ago this happened? No, this was um last year. Okay. When I was down there. The guy in a motorcycle, he hit me. Yeah, you know, I thought I was not gonna be good. He like owned a construction company. I'm like, all right, you know, it's cool. And then like he tried saying I hit him, and yeah. then it was like a big thing, like a lawsuit. But it all, like I had pictures and video of him talking about it. So, right. Like I didn't have to pay anything. And Florida's a no fault state, so you have to pay. Both people have to pay. It doesn't oh, wow. matter. But like since he was lying about it, he had to pay everything. So, Sheesh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, good, good hey, lesson speaking of Florida, did you guys go over there and help some people out with the roofs, uh, commercial roofs for uh, Irma? No, we did not. Okay. No, it, we were, you know, we were asked to, but it's just like, it's too messy. Show, man. It's yeah, like, it was. I mean, we have enough stuff going on in Ohio and, you know, we, right. we go to Pennsylvania, we go up to like Buffalo, New York, we go to St. Louis, Missouri, nice. we go to Illinois, Kentucky, West Virginia. So, like, it's, like, there's so much going on already. Right. But, the, I mean, yeah, if you're in a good position to do something like that, like, you could take advantage of it, make some good money. Right. But there's just a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, like, obviously, you know, when it comes to storm chasing and stuff, there's a lot of slimy stuff going on. Oh, 100%. Right. That, that actually worked out, I don't know if you say opposite, but kind of opposite for us. So, we deal with a lot of uh, insurance companies, like, they'll, yeah. they'll pass us jobs, and... A bunch of the companies here up and left to go to Florida, right. so these insurance companies didn't have anybody to yep. send the jobs to. They already send us some, but they're like, "Well, we ain't got nobody," so they sent us all the jobs. Wow! So that that worked out well for us. Nice. Yeah. See, so like, imagine that. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's chasing this shiny object. Yeah. Exactly. So, right. So, what are some things you guys are excited about right now? Like uh, in in anything, you know, it could be water. <laughs> and anything bro um dude um shoot man change bro you know yeah. i feel like um um the past has compounded and reached a certain point where where um massive amount of change is happening um at least in my life and everyone that i seem to come across you know so it's kind of cool to see that um but yeah man change that's what i'm excited about and embracing it right like even on the way here like dude i i i do podcasts and i and, and i go on different people's podcasts and stuff yeah. you know and and usually i'm very calm about it you know what i mean and then like this one just felt very unknown because it's never like I, I had never seen your face yeah, uh, right. uh, um you know <laughs> things like that and then and then yeah, my uh, my avatar is like a bumblebee yeah 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 <laughs> right like, who is this guy Right. And in my head, I'm like, he could be 53. I don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah you, uh, no idea. yeah. you never have no idea. And, and, but I've been reading uh Dr. Joe Dispenza's book. I'm not too sure if you're familiar with it. No, him. I'm not. Bro, look him up. It's crazy what's going on over there. And, and, uh, um, and I've been reading it and I feel like my life is like at the part of the book that I'm reading. Really? Yes. So it's like, so it's like that's what I'm I'm excited about the most is stepping into the unknown and and seeing what manifests from that and just uh, uh yeah being proactive in that for sure. And when you, when you say like unknown, do you mean unknown as far as like uncomfortable or unknown is like you just don't know? Sure, it could be it could be about um, not being comfortable. You know, uh, doing unknown uh, shit makes you uncomfortable. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, so. So, yeah, for sure, it is about being uncomfortable and doing things you've never done before, talking to people you've never talked to before. You know, I believe it is about that. You know what I mean? And uh, um, building from that. Yeah. What about you guys? Anything 
you're excited about right now? Yeah, I'm just excited. I seem calm, but I'm very excited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of things going on. We building sales teams, expanding this marketing company. We got a Super Bowl contract for 300 guys to do security. Um, there's, oh, there's a lot going on in a lot of different directions, um, but I'm just excited. It's the end of the year. It's, just, it's the end of a chapter and a new beginning. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, I would say it, it's been kind of honestly uh, a crazy year uh, for me. You know, we, we have, I have some like new partnerships and in those partnerships, you know, we're all, we're all alphas. We're all, you know, we all know our own thing. We want to go get it, get after it. We all, all have different uh, levels of experience and it's been in terms of that like being fully aligned has been difficult it's been it's been rough this year yeah. um in terms of that and i feel like we're at a point right now probably literally in the last two three weeks where it's like we're finally all getting aligned for the for the goal and uh it just it just feels different we we feel it and uh you know we've been thinking and talking about you know doing some big things uh first of the year we're, we're moving into utah um and, and we're going to be expanding a lot in 2023 uh, most likely into texas as well um so so that's exciting but it's overall right now like our goal is is building building uh, i say companies because we have multiple companies but building the companies to sell and and that's what gotcha. we're looking at it's kind of yeah. a different mindset when you look at it that way you know, making sure everything's on point um, because, you know, when, when these companies come in, when you go for sale, I mean, they're going to tear you apart. They're going to tear everything apart, yeah. make sure everything's on point. And um, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. We're, we're all aligned. We, we have a goal. Um, we met randomly at an event we went to, uh, I don't know, a month ago, uh, this guy named Casey. And he's, he's, uh, he was in, PDR, if you know PDR, uh, Painless Dent Repair. Okay. Um, just randomly, it, it's a different business, but you know it's kind of insurance based too. So we kind of uh, all connected on that, and he basically. Uh, so so it was a, it was an event at at this. It was a big ass house. We were at dope house in Scottsdale. Like we we're like this this place is clean. Um, it's <laughs> about like a four million dollar house. So we're just like I want you know I wonder who owns this whatever, and then uh, we just happened to, to meet the guy. Uh, started talking to him and he basically ran up his PDR company uh, in Colorado in in a four-year period and and sold it off for for 10 figures and wow. that just kind of like was like all right all right man that's so we had him come over kind of kind of talk to us uh, he said he'll he's happy to do some consulting for us and uh, really dial that in what it looks like what we need to do and and so we're, we're on point when it's time to sell. So that's exciting. Yeah. That's that's the stuff I like. Um, you know, we're also stashing cash right now um, to start buying other businesses. And that's yeah. that's something that's exciting for me as a marketer. Um, I've been uh, watching a lot of, uh, if you know, I know you guys do, but Russell Brunson, ClickFunnels. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of his podcasts, which I think are probably one of the most valuable uh, marketing uh, podcasts out there. And just how he thinks and how he does it, and it's like, so we're looking, you know, for other service, uh, home service businesses right now. Doesn't have to be roofing, whatever, but you know how we can basically 
bring those in and then you know leverage their lists or whatever and yeah. cross sell all, all our products and uh yeah just just build an empire basically yeah when you're when you're looking to sell a business obviously you got to have you say they're going to tear you apart because they they, they want to see it run without you really exactly it's got to have a process you get like people got to know what they're doing what's expected of them and that's hard to do you know like um to get that working to get that installed yeah and and that's where we're at like yeah. it's we're, we're especially doing when that. you have a bunch of guys that are like headstrong yeah you know, i mean luckily we sometimes. got you know some of uh like our CEO, Dan, um, he's, he is very good at that. And he did have a, a very strong foundation, uh, when we came in, mm -hmm. but you know, we're, we're still dialing all that in right now, but yeah. And that's kind of where, when I came in, it's like, look, I don't want to say not a real company, but in a sense, you're not, if you're just a door to door company, because you know, if say a, a you know, a private equity com company came in and bought you, and then your whole team leaves, like your business is, is gone yeah. right? like that. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm coming in right now. And, you know, with the SEO and building everything out, the Google, everything, making sure that we're a real company, we have incoming calls because they've never had that before. They've right. just been straight yeah, outbound. So yeah, we're working on the whole inbound and, and getting all that dialed. And, um, you know, we've got a lot of partnerships with other, uh, big roofing companies out here and, and they're sending us work. We got a basically a partnership program they'll send us their their jobs that um have damage that maybe we can you know do yeah. the adjusting and, and get insurance to cover it and yeah that's that's a good way to do it partnerships yeah. i mean you're right because you know i'm we run a, i run a family company own it with my three cousins we just bought it for my dad and my uncle nice. uh commercial roofing and uh we did eight million last year 12 this year and the reason we are able to grow 50 percent is because most of our business is reoccurring it's like new, it's old customers, repeat, referral. So like 80% of it every year is normally that. So we were able to like basically like pour gas on the fire and then yeah. do, you know, 50% more without really killing us too right. much. You know, we got through it. We got through all the work, you know, I mean, yeah, it was a lot, it was a lot, but like yeah. you know, what isn't. Right. So, I mean, if you can get that reoccurring where you get some inbound, I mean, that's when the, like private equity, that's when. They're looking their chops, looking at stuff yeah, like exactly. that. Exactly. Ain't nothing like inbound leads. Yeah, that's that's where like, it's at. Straight 100%. up. So you don't have to be that good at sales sometimes if it's all inbound, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you Man. just gotta call them back. But, right? but, you know, but, but, or be there when they call. Or be right? there when they call. right. Yeah. Uh, but um, yes, it's a little bit easier when it's inbound. But there's still a lot of fall off from lack of sales skill. Well, yeah, you you gotta qualify. You Absolutely. know what I mean. Uh, well, yeah, qualifying the customer is one thing, but the, uh, or is that who you're talking about or the sales rep? Well, I know I'm talking about the customer cause like you could waste a lot of time dicking around with some right. guy that has no intent of buying if you, if you really right. don't know what you're doing. Right. You could end up going out, giving a whole proposal, spending, you know, two days of labor right. as a sales guy. When all you, if you would ask two questions right. on a phone call, you would have not done that. 100%. But the only reason to say this cause I've done that. Right. <laughs> so, right. I mean, because everybody can tell you, like, hey, you qualify. But then once you are new and you get it, you're like, oh, this could be a sale. Like, oh, man. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then you, you learn real quick. I get the, uh, um, I like to get the customer invested, right? So, like, um, involved with the process, you know, that's, like, maximum engagement, right? Yeah. Like, when we were uh, getting inbound leads at the tattoo shop in San Antonio, um, um, I would tell them, like, yeah, can you send me this, can you send me a picture of the area? Boom. Yeah. Now, now, uh, um, um, 
they're they're sending me that picture. Now I'm like, okay, can you send me an example of the style that you want? And then boom, all right, now um, cool. Now the artist said that they'll see you. They have to size it. Can you come in? Now now they yeah. come in, and then when they come in. Um, um, take that engagement further because you have to know like how people you know be in the customer's shoe and this applies for all all industries right so be in their shoe they come in it's a freaking tattoo shop it's a little intimidating um people are like already focused being artists and 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 tough you know what i mean and then um they come in and they're like the 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 uh impulse to say oh okay and 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 then thank you for the price and be gone yeah. That impulse is very high, right? So how do you take how do you take that impulse away? Um, you bring them in all the way. So, so um, um, now that we've greeted them, first of all, I don't even let them. If if they were just a walk in, I get all their contact info first before I even do anything, right? But then I walk them in to the shop, introduce them to every single tattoo artist while they're working, bring them all the way back to the lounge and be like, this is where you're going to wait, that your friends and family can wait here as well while you're getting tattooed, bop, 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 make them feel real like it's it's familiar already. Why would you one, go anywhere one else? Drink, yeah. you know? Right, right. <laughs> Why would you go anywhere else? You already know this shop. Yeah. Yeah, uh, going to another shop is now going to be another scary experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you made them feel uh, uh, comfy and connected enough, um, on the first experience, then then that's a that's a good thing, you know. That's Absolutely. that's how you blend, you know, digital incoming with like physical efforts. Like, what is your best sales practices when when the baton gets passed from digital to now they're in front of you? Yeah, and you especially know? like you weed out some people that if you can't even send me a picture where you want a tattoo, like you're not that serious. Right, right. So, and if you can't send me a picture of the style you want, you're not that serious. Right, one hundred percent. And then you could waste your time with them people. Right. The phone for and that's 10 like, minutes. And that's like the same thing with yeah. you guys, right? Like, you can't tell me what kind of roof you have or you can't send me a picture of it. You might not want this um, that much, right? Yeah, and I'm, we're like to the point now where I've been thinking, because I've had a couple of customers that have just been a pain in the ass this year, even with the qualifying stuff. So right, I'm like, right. like, what do I, how, how do I get rid of that? And, and I think what it's going to come down to is just charging them money before I go out. Wow. Like, literally, it's like, if you can't pay me 250 250 bucks to run out, give you an estimate. I, I write up a proposal. Like you're not even going to, you're not my type of customer. Right. You know? And like, cause like we do a lot of, you know, we're in the whole Midwest. So like sometimes some local stuff, like 30 minutes away, an hour away, it's, you know, you know like, I'll oh, just run over there, you know? And then it's just a waste of time. man. And, and you only got so much damn time and you're running around for this lady. And like, it's just a lot of, it's right. just frustrating. So I'm like, I'll just charge them 250 Hey, I'll give it to you back when we do the job. Like, if right. it's a $10,000 job, I'll only charge you $97.50. Right. You know, so, like, if you can't give me two fifty, are you really, are you, do you really want a new roof? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. 100%, man. So, like, I'm, 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 like, right there. And I know companies that do it, and it works. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, that's actually similar to the deposit that's left at the tattoo shop. Yeah. Right? Leave a deposit if you're serious. You know, this is a four-hour piece. It can't be done today. Thank you for coming in. You met the yeah. whole staff. You're nice and cozy now. Um, and it's easier to close on that front-end de uh, deposit than it is to close on the entire deal. And then if the, the front-end deposit is not uh, uh, refundable, now they keep, yeah. you yeah. keep them committed to the deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a good process for sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, 
Anything what else, man? About? What are we talking about? Right? What are we talking about, uh, man? There's, there's, there's serious shit in the world going there, on. There is some serious I, I, You know what I mean? Um, well, how, what about this Super Bowl thing you guys got going on? Yeah. Like, how'd that develop? Dude, it developed through solar. Through solar? We met, we met the fucking owner um, of the security company who has uh, had a Super Bowl contract uh, with the players um, for the last 12 years. We knocked on his door. Nice. And you know, we're, sell him, we're straight sell killers, him bro. We're straight. You know, we're, you know, we're, we're the guys fucking, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, developing the team, but we're out there fucking setting a territory for them. And we knock on this freaking door and, 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 and it's the owner to fucking this security company. He's been in security before. Boom. Started connecting. He was like, dude, I need fucking 500 guys. And then, and then he was yeah, like, we got 500 guys, right? And he was like, he was <laughs> like, he was like, I can have you 50 tomorrow. He was like 50. He's like, you bring me fifty, I'll give you a, 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 a two dollars an hour for each person. Really? Well, we said, oh, we did the math on fifty, and it's a, a, a four hours of of I mean, uh, four weeks of work, but uh, twelve hour shifts, and then uh, uh, um, basically, you know, some fall off and some other stuff, bringing down to two uh, two weeks of actual work, mm-hmm. and then uh, um, the hourly on that. We're like, oh, okay, this is a really nice contract. So we just fucking hammered. Like we got fucking what a hundred guys in five days, and it was <laughs> like, you know, we went nuts, bro. You know what I mean? Used used every uh, resource. Was that that was for a different event though? No. Or that was oh, okay. That's for the Super Bowl. Okay, I didn't know if it was like a pre, like a like he gave you a different event to see what's no, up. No, straight to the Super Bowl. Straight to the Super Bowl. <laughs> straight to the Super Bowl, bro. Yeah, that was lit, man. So yeah, um, and we were uh, what we're like at uh, two thirty now, two forty or something like that. So you, you guys need gas yeah. still? No, no, it's no. Cut. You, uh, there was a deadline. Correct. There was a deadline. Gotcha. And that's because these guys got to get fucking cleared, bro. Yeah, you can't just have and F, uh, uh, FBI clearing them. Wow. You know what I mean? NFL certified. Like, damn. I was like, when I seen that contract, I was like, okay, that's what's up. Let's go. Where did you find guys? Yeah. You go to like the National Guard Armory or something? Everywhere, bro. I sent messages out. I posted on social media. I, I did a zipper. Is it in zip Phoenix? Campaign. He was. Super Bowl? Glendale. Yeah. Glendale. He murdered fucking Scottsdale Fashion Square. Got like a hundred dudes <laughs> straight out of there. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, that was like three days in a row, just fucking murdering the the, the, the same spot. You know? Um, but yeah, di- different efforts. Gorilla marketing, yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you know? just gotta do shit sometimes. Right, right. Figure it out, factor. Right. See, exactly. Yeah. And follow up. Follow up. follow up, bro, because because, you know, we, we had to call these kids to get them in the freaking office. You know what I mean? Because they said, yes, they were with their buddies like Super Bowl, bro. Oh, yeah, like, we'll fuck, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. take my number down. It's you know, it's it's a low buy in. Yeah. And uh, um, and sure enough, we call them and it's like, oh, bro, I haven't gone yet. Well, mm-hmm. the deadline is on Monday, baby boy. You know what I'm saying? It's time to go in tomorrow. Can you go in tomorrow? Mm-hmm. You know, and just just follow For sure, up, bro. Yeah. yeah. That's a crazy story, man. Yeah, like you got you got to be always head on a swivel for sh- for stuff like that because you guys weren't, weren't there for for security. Yeah, right. But, right. but you guys can do stuff. You can you can get stuff done. We've yeah. we've both been in different businesses, bro, and and that accumulated experience is now like really helpful because it's like I'm a walking money machine. You know what I mean? Like money like printer. That's kind of one hundred percent, bro. Like I can go somewhere and and I'm randomly I don't know just uh, say at a barbecue and say. Uh, they're saying they need to sell their house. They're doing bad. They, you know, I don't know. I don't freaking know. What if that's what they say? Well, fucking, I got investors that'll buy that today. 
and I get fucking a cut out of that. Yeah. So like, like there's nothing I can't say no to. You're an influencer and you're an athletic influencer. Uh, um, surprise, I'm a marketer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I can fucking blow you up. Give me four weeks with you. You know what I mean? Whatever it may be. Um, so it's like now you can bring value at all times. I know that that kind of steps away from the traditional like have your niche, mm-hmm. right? Um, but but when you get good enough at organizing all the subject matters, knowing where some of those combine and, and, and you having a clear identity of yourself, which this is a recent uh, revelation for myself. My identity has been in many places throughout my life. Right. So, uh, recently, um, I, 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 uh, uh, my Instagram handle is be about people. Yep. Right. And, and, and I changed that. Um, a couple of years ago, um, it used to be strictly business, right? <laughs> and uh, um, a little play off Bitcoin and a little play off of my, my mindset. But um, um, I changed it to be about people because I've, I've been around a lot of businesses and a lot of uh, leaders. And, and I've seen um, uh, um, employees or people who are under these leaders not necessarily um, I'm getting the treatment that they should. And anytime I come into a business, that's one of the main things that I try to look at is like, is like, did you know that your sales process is actually affected by um, your relationship process with the, with the, with the sales rep? Mm -hmm. Like it is connected to that. And then when, when we can figure out at what communication points uh, we can change that, um, then we can, you know, uh, refresh this system and things like that, you know? Uh, But uh, yeah, I'm kind of getting off track, but uh, uh, the identity, right? Um, so, so being able, uh, I br- I brought it down to one word, so I I I, I niched it, yep. and it was communication, right? Um, where in this business, whether it's HR, marketing, advertising, um, uh, PR, like where in this business are the, uh, uh, are the, all those places communication is being had? Mm-hmm. How do we identify? Um, how to communicate best at, in every single one of those parts, because that's going to be the determining factor of the success, the creativity, and the dynamic within the company. Well, yeah, because like you say, it's kind of broad, but really, it's it's kind of all the same shit. Yes, like all them stuff you guys are doing, it's kind of the same stuff. It's the same right. skill sets. It's the same right. subject. That's what Communications, everything. I mean, right. I mean, so like when you have that skill, like yeah, if your if your skills culinary. You're not going to be able to do stuff, but when your skills communication, you, you got a, a tool belt, man. So you right. can kind of, you, you're a little bit of a chameleon. Right. So, you know, I think that's pretty sweet. Right. An all in one stop business growth expert thing. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, to me, I mean, yeah, you're saying all that, but to me, I mean, it still breaks down to, to you're a marketer. Right. Because everybody, mm-hmm. everything is marketing. I mean, right. If you, so to me, I, I think, you're still in your lane, dude. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're doing what you do. So, right. and I know sometimes, you know, I'm probably a lot older than all you guys. Um, I've been through that, like identity, like, like, what do I do? I don't even know what I do. Like, right. I'm out here just kind of like doing my thing, dabbling here and there, whatever. But, but what do I do? And it took me a while to kind of, you know, narrow it down to like, I'm a marketer and a marketer to me, you know, we could do anything. Right. You know, and, and we have value in, in every business. Um, whether, you know, it's ownership or, or just helping that business grow or, or whatever it is, but yeah, you know, yeah, dude, I mean, 
marketing. That's that's the dopest job you asked me to do. In the fucking world, bro. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. And I know you got an itch for it. You're, I mean, you're, you're, that's well, your involvement you, in the company, correct? Yeah, I mean, I do a lot of operations still because we're, we're still growing and figuring some stuff out. But, like, I love the marketing part of it. Right. You know, I mean, I, I'm getting better at the communication, like, the, like breaking through barriers, like, where you're uncomfortable. I mean, because I grew up in a rural area like farmland like we farm so like you just kind of worked you, there wasn't a whole lot of inter interaction with like different cultures and stuff like that right. it's like all my family like right. legit not even in a town <laughs> <laughs> like it was like there's no post office where i was it was right. like you know so like you know growing through that that takes a little bit of time so i'm trying to understand that but yeah i love doing that stuff because marketing as gary v says is remarkable sales if you do it right and that's like that's how you get inbound Right. That's remarkable sales. You don't have to be out there beating every door, trying to maintain your level because you have to sell so much because you have over to overhead. You know, you you have them leads coming, right. and that's where your business becomes valuable. That's where you know. And luckily, I'm in a family company where that's what my dad and my uncle did. So I, I have the the luxury of understanding this. But like, I also started a commercial cleaning company back in the day and I was cleaning all sorts of toilets and all sorts of stuff when I was in college. Right. And you know, so like I, I've failed at business and I understand like how much better it is. This is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, this is a lot better this way. Like, Cause I was right. cleaning like Walgreens floors for 80 bucks and they're like, Hey, if you clean each bathroom, we'll give you $7 and 50 cents each bathroom. And I'm like, well, I'm already fucking here. Like, right, right, <laughs> let's right. throw on the bathrooms, you know? Right. So, and so like that humbles you a little bit doing stuff like that, you know. One hundred percent. So, so yeah, man. I mean, but it's it's also uh, about the experiences and uh, you know about building your story through that. Like yeah. Sometimes that's hard. Sometimes people are just like, man, you know, when especially when you're in the hard times, it's like, this shit sucks, man. This is not right. fun. It's hard to see, you know, the story that you're building outside of that. And you know, I'm 41. I've been through a lot of down and outs, like a lot, and. Uh, I took kind of the long road to entrepreneurship, um, you know, and it was, uh, you were at that event. You were at the Real Solar event. Yeah, like, so John Malat, right. he's a very good friend of mine, actually a partner of mine now, but he, uh, he was the first person, the first mentor that, like, I allowed in my life. Right. And, and it took, you know, a, a, a huge uh, downfall of, uh, I had a partner, things fell apart, I kind of, got screwed in that deal uh thankfully i didn't have to sell my or lose my house but i, I had to sell my family house you know my kids mm -hmm. everything move my fam my wife and my kids back into my parents and i was in my 30s like right. that's tough like right. that's, that's tough. not easy and uh but it took that to finally get out of that like i can do it all i do it all myself i'm gonna figure it all out myself and that's why i took the long road and you know i found john um you know we connected took a while, you know, and that's also where I learned how to build strong relationships. You know, I, I wasn't mm -hmm. trying to go in there and like, you know, hammer it and, 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 you know, cause he's got a lot of guys reaching out to him all the time, you know, like, dude, I can help you do this. I can help you do that. And most people right. like probably most all of them don't do anything. Right. And, uh, you know, I just let, let that relationship build organically and, and take that, uh, take its course. And, you know, we became good friends and we partnered on some stuff and then, it was through a partnership that normally it was, we started a, a, a mentorship program. It's called empire builders. Um, at, at the peak of it, we had like 800 people in there. Damn. And what's crazy about it is like 
normally I would be a guy who's who's paying for that program, you know, paying a pretty penny for it. Um, but I just built a relationship, got to be a partner in it. So I literally got mentorship from this guy for for two years in that program mm -hmm. um, for free, basically. And that was like the most life changing stuff for me. And it was uh, I tell a story of somewhere between 13 and 15 months. I don't remember, but 13, 15 months after our partnerships when I made my first million dollars and it, it just worked ever, ever since then, dude, like I believe in that so much. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's everything to me. Like mentorship, mentorship, dude, is, is everything. Find somebody who's doing what you want to do. And I don't care what you gotta do. I don't care if you gotta pay them. I don't care. You know, you gotta work for yeah. free for them, yeah. whatever it is, do it and it'll change your life. Well, why do you think some people, they look at, like mentorship and as like an like unnecessary is it because they just are I think minded or what do you, what do you think I, I think there's a lot of things man I think some people have that kind of like like I can do it myself like right. what yeah. are they gonna teach me kind is, of that, e is that ego well, yeah, so ego and pride right. that, ego and pride and then already like that's the first kind of thing but then it's like wait I gotta pay this guy how much to get this and yeah. it's like no nah, I'm not gonna do that but it's like when you look at the return on investment, I don't care if you spend $100,000 on it. And I, I know a lot of people that, that do that. Yep. It's yep. like your return on investment is massive. And, right. you know, kind of a little bit what you were saying. Um, to me, it's like, uh, and, and I got this from John too, but it's like you want to make more money, like shake more hands. And, yeah. and that has served me probably more than anything else that I've, that I've ever done. And I'm an introverted person. Like I don't, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily like, and, and I think that's why it took me so long to allow somebody mm -hmm. into my life like that to, uh, to kind of guide me and mentor me. But that, that's such a powerful thing, um, to do. And now that's like part of, of my main position in, you know, in my companies is, is building those relationships mm -hmm. and, uh, that can, you know, potentially we can add value to and, and get value back. And I, I think the re like one, as you were talking, I thought of this is a lot of people, they look in ROI as like a black and white thing. Like I sell water. I'm meeting all these people. I ain't selling no more water. But when you, when you're like you guys and you're actually thinking outside the box, you're open-minded, you're, you're, you're always, you got a skill set that can adapt to different things, to different opportunities to make money. Then that's where it really opens you up to opportunities because you're not just thinking about selling this one thing that you do you're thinking about how this relationship can be leveraged right. and, and it's not right. so it's, it's not it's, a it's, negative thing it's for right. everybody it's, it's that right there it's 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 your uh your guys' super bowl thing it's like you guys i mean i i don't, I don't think necessarily you were out like knocking the doors to get deal but i don't know what you were doing maybe you were but it's like take take a door knocker who's out there just getting his face kicked in all day yeah. like no right. deals no deals no deals get the f off my property get out of here get out of here right but it's that one door where maybe you hit a hundred doors you got no sales and you're like this this sucks but you hit the one door and now you just sold ten thousand bottles of water right now yeah. with one door like it's it's being prepared being open to those opportunities mm -hmm. yeah. and being ready for when for when they come that's powerful man that's right. huge and that is that to me is is like one of the biggest things that i do say so i have a like i said I, i'm partners with i don't know if you know him but like john a lot um you know he's 
he's sold over I think 1.4 billion dollars in products in his wow. in his uh, life. But we had that um, we had that mentorship program, and it was we had it basically right up until COVID, um, and and we kind of shut it. We're both a little burnt out on it. Um, you know, we've maintained our friendship, but to me, it's like. You know, I got so much from him. I learned so much in that. And, he, you know, he helped me get to a point where I'm doing really well. But to me, it's always like, dude, I want to return the favor. How can I return the favor? But I never really had anything. Um, but so what we're partnered on is, is a life insurance business. And it's like, this is how I can return the favor to him. Like he has his part because, you know, he, he has influence. He can bring people in. But we're basically going to run it and you know, he's going to be a part of that. And mm-hmm. my only thought process in that business right now is how can I make him the most money he's ever made? Right. That's, that's my only thought process, like making him a lot of money. And by way of that, I'm going to make a lot of money. Fuck yeah. yeah, for sure. Right. Right. Partnerships, man. Yeah. Right. To take you a long way. Right. Uh, it's crazy because like tapping into that abundant mindset where mm-hmm. it's like uh, uh, we, we can do something here that's going to benefit both of us. And then like and then there being enough of uh, faith and belief in the building uh, for that to happen, being around those type of individuals, because yeah. some people, bro, you could tell them, listen, you go do this and we both make 10K uh, 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 um, and, and they're going to be like, well, you know, what's the catch? Or yeah. like 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 uh, I don't really do. I don't really want to do that uh, because. Um, I, I can't uh, wrap my head around making two people money as 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 opposed to just myself. Or what am I getting paid like right now from the start? Yeah, instead right. of seeing hour. the big picture of like, right. dude, I'm about to make a lot of money if I just stick right. to this and help out and do my part. Right. That's well, that, and that that's why then people don't succeed as much. I mean, some of them do. Some of them get lucky and. You know, right, 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 right. but like it, it's always. I mean, it's a theme, man. The abundant mindset, and it's not even like a bad thing like some people will look at it as like you're greedy or whatever but like if you and and this is like where i come from come from with it is if you actually understood like how much god loves you then you would understand your mindset's so limited 100 because like and and like when you say that to people like a lot of christians you know they they're tight on money and they they, they got the limited mindset but (laughs) but yet like you're but god actually cares more about your business and the vision of your business than you do. And a lot of people, they don't, they don't even think about that. Well, yeah. And it's thinking about it in that sense. And I appreciate that. Like it's thinking about it. Like, dude, if, if this is your vision and you think your vision is so big, like you, you see this, this big thing happening, like his vision is so much bigger than yours. I mean, look at this earth. Yeah. Right. This was his vision. Yeah. Right. Like us, it's a crazy thing us. This this yeah. was, you know, you know like right. yeah. this stuff is this is so complex. You know, you, you, everything's abundant. Like yeah. no matter what. I mean, obviously there's people in horrible situations, and yeah. you know, so we're obviously lucky and blessed, and should continue to work hard and right. get what we want to happen in the world right. happen, manifest. Right. Yeah. People in hard spots. You know, we've been in hard spots. Um, sure, everyone's uh, uh, cards in life are dealt a little bit differently, yeah. right? Like there's yeah. kids in Syria right now. Yeah. hungry shit like that but um uh with with god uh, there is hope so like those same families that's struggling right now um um have the hope to not be struggling tonight mm-hmm. have the hope to not be struggling tomorrow and 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 they have um um this creator that they're sending that prayer to you know uh, um so so that's huge and 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 and, and, and then so not just people in hard spots every day that's not the end of the sentence 
or that's not the end of the paragraph. You know, yeah. there's people in blessed spots every day. There's people coming out of hard spots every day. Mm-hmm. There's there's all this transition um, life happening, you know, and with that, with that, sometimes we think that the rough spot was bad. Yeah. But it was actually good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like that perception. That, yeah, bro. So that's like that that flips everything on its head. Like what you thought was bad was actually good. And that's how uh, uh, amazing and mysterious God is. And, you know? and sitting in Scottsdale, Arizona, you can't yeah, do yeah, shit yeah. for them guys in Syria unless you got some money to help out. 100 <laughs> percent, bro. <laughs> yes. Yes. What, so, what can you do? You know? Yeah. yeah send a tweet. I mean, th- that's yeah. cool. But, uh, uh, yeah, for sure, bro. Uh, yeah, position yourself to help. Yeah, and it's tough to think of that. You know, like, same thing. I, I come from a very small town. Um, I come from a Christian family. Um, but, it, you know, there's a lot of innocent. I got a great family. Like, you know. But it was always the, like, we're blessed with love. Yeah. Like, we're blessed. And I'm just like, that's such a scam now that I know. I'm yeah. like, to, like mm-hmm. I could be blessed with love and money. Like I yeah. can be blessed with all this stuff. Why, why does it have to be one thing or the other? It's like, yeah. and I never bought into that. And that's like a point of contention for, for uh, me and my mom yeah. still to this day. <laughs> well, but yeah. Jesus like, wasn't a penny pitcher, penny yeah. pincher, man. Yeah, he dude, was it's like, we, we can <laughs> have it all. And, and then it always comes down to like, you, you can't help anybody until you help yourself. Yeah. And, and you know, how yeah. many, how many people are you helping when you're, you know, scraping by yourself, like, yeah. you know, giving and, and the legacy of giving, um, is huge to me because, you know, that's, that's my grandmother's legacy mm-hmm. that she left. And, you know, she was a big hand in, in raising me cause I had a single mom, uh, raising me. So that's, that's big to me. And that's, that's my grandma's handwriting. Um, I love oh, you dearly sweet. Awesome. and, uh, dude, this, that, that's huge for me. That's important. That's everything to me. So, you know, but it does, when I think about it, it's like, look, I, I can't help anybody if I can't even pay my own bills. So it's like, yeah, yeah I got to make, I have a duty to make as much money as I can so I can help more people and do better things. Of course, man. Of course. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this up, but let's tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram at Be About People. Basically, anything that I have is at Be About People. At Be About People. Yeah. You can find me uh, on Instagram at Angelic Priesthood. Yeah, uh, you can find me, same thing, Instagram. It's uh, at rio.osorio, R-I-O dot O-S-O-R-I-O. Awesome. Let's do Thank it, you, man. gents. Hey, it was really fun. Appreciate it. Until next time, brother. Yeah, until yeah. next time. Thanks, brother, man. Appreciate you. Thanks for coming on, man.